Hey y'all, so it is your girl T. Nicole. Thank you guys for joining on my first episode of Tea Talk. So bear with me, you know, I'm trying to get in the mood of things. But like I said, thank you guys for joining. So the whole point of Tea Talk is because, you know, I've been through a lot in my 28 years of life. And I feel like these past couple years, I have so much stuff to dish out and talk about. So I feel like every discussion I feel like will be perfect because I've been through it all. Like I said, like I'm an open book. I'm not scared to tell my story no more. I used to, but now I'm not. So that was bring me to my little segment for tonight. Judgmental ass people slash family. Why are people so judgmental when it comes to what you do? Like, I'll never understand that. Because me, personally, I can give two fucks about what people do. If it's not containing to my household, my money, my my success, my son, me, why do I care? And it's sad because I do come from a judgmental behind family. You know, some of where, you know, I, you know, I'm cool with, like, as far as my grandmom, she's old age and she's always going to be opinionated or whatever, but that's okay. She gets a pass, but everybody else, I really don't understand why for so many years, y'all, I had to watch what I say on social media because it's like, I had people come in my inbox and try to dictate what I say or how I have to be this type of person because I'm a mom or this or I'm, I, I go to church. I have family members trying to put their two cents in. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I have a little temper. If I feel like you're you got to put your two cents into my life, like it's like they're not ready for me to dish out. If you're going to come in me and say something, then be prepared that I'm going to say something back in a, in a negative or disrespectful, smart way. And a few of my cousins on my um, family side has said something regarding what I posted. Like, I remember there's this one picture I posted on Instagram a few years back. I was just chilling. It was a Friday night. I was chilling. I had a crock top on. And I had, like, um, like gym shorts on. Like, you know, to go to the gym workout shorts on. So I just posted a picture saying Friday night chilling. And one of my cousins had to put his two cents in and say, like, why do you always have to post, like, half-naked pictures or whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, what are you fucking talking about? I said, there's nothing wrong with this picture. I'm wearing a crop top. You can't see my boobs. And um, though these shorts, they're, like, jogging shorts, like, to work out to gym, like, go out to the gym or, like, basically work out in. What's the problem? And he was like, well, because you're a mom and this and that. And I'm like, okay, like, am I dictating what's going on down in Texas where you're at or what you're doing? So why are you dictating what I'm doing? So he ain't like my response or whatever. And I'm like, I can care less. So, if you don't like my response, and of course, because I said what I had to say, they got to make phone calls. Like, why are you making phone calls? If you want to say what you have to say to me, 
I'm grown. You're grown. If you coming to me and saying something, I'm going to respond. So don't need to make phone calls or be a snitch. You're a grown ass man. If if I didn't like what you had to say, you're going to I'm going to speak on it. You had no right to say what I have to say. It was a picture. I'm going to post what I want a picture. You don't pay my bills, etc. Do you know how many times I had to explain and let my family know, but they just don't get it. Y'all don't pay my bills. Y'all don't, I, they don't do nothing. None of my family members have been up to check on me, see where I live, nothing. The last time I feel like my any of my family members been up here is when I had an event back in like 2014. None of my family members have came over. Nobody comes and be like, hey, let, let's go see Tyler. But as soon as I post something on Instagram, Facebook, oh, it's a problem. They want to be like, oh, did you see what Tyler posts? She half naked on this and that. Mind y'all fucking business. That's what I'm talking about. Judgmental. Like, this is a family that. I feel like is the reason why I suffer from mental health because to to me it's like no matter what Tyler does it's always a problem no matter what I do I could not be doing anything and the messed up part is I'm the most family oriented one in the family I'm always trying to come up with ideas I want the family involved always been like that always willing to help and give help a hand to my family but no I get my ass kissed it's like for some reason it's like if something goes wrong I was easy to blame I'm not saying it's like that now it has gotten better because I really had to pop off and stuff like you know I had to pop off on my dad a couple times I had to pop off on my sisters a couple times because I'm not doing the phony fake shit like I don't got time like I feel like I'm a target and that's one thing why I'm doing this podcast because my family made it feel like like I'm not supposed to have feelings. And when I do express my feelings, it's like I got I get shut down because I'm not supposed to feel like that. Like I remember I had a conversation with one of my siblings about how I felt and they was like, "Well, you know, this and that and you do this." It's like they want to put the blame on what I have or what I'm going through like coming about my mental health yes i have my mental health i have anxiety i have slight depression y'all are the reason i have it nobody wants to own up to their shit i can own up to my stuff i can own up that i have anger issues i own up that i take things personal i own up that i have depression i have anxiety i own up to that and you know what I'm owning up to it, I'm speaking out, and I'm getting the help that I need for it. But where is all my mental health coming from? It didn't just come from nowhere. And when I speak on it, they don't want to hear it. Oh, you you know, you're X, Y, and Z. You're basically doing things like my own blood trying to discredit me as a mother as a person like i some of the things that happened like as as i forgave but i haven't forgot as my father i love him to death and I'm glad I'm here. I'm And don't get me wrong. I'm very glad to hear the direction that he's going through. And I see the change in him. And I love him. But 
there's certain things that he's not owning up into life that he affected me. And I feel like why, like, I feel like me and him are never can never have that sit down conversation of what really transpired between us because it's all going to lead to an argument. He's he doesn't want to hear it. So I just completely just shut down like it's no point. But I'm I can't be shut down no more. Some point there has to be accountability of what happened. Like from him marrying the worst thing possible to the way how he treated me like I yes I was a teenager I did things I was but at the same time I was also a teenager being mentally abused and verbally abused by him his wife just the things that was said to me I believed it like I was a hoe I was this so I went out there and I did stuff I was looking for love at the at at the wrong places trying to find that love i lost my virginity at 13 by somebody who was 17 yes i was out there wilding like yes i was because i was just at home i was just hearing all this crazy stuff i used to have to write like letters to myself like acting like it was some from somebody just to make myself feel good but here go evil ass stepmother coming in going through my drawers and then reading them and then making fun of it and then and then making me feel bad like they used to bring my self-confidence down so bad it was crazy like I couldn't even write letters to myself to make myself look bad without them making fun of it it got to a point like one time I remember I made tuna and I happened so to walk in the kitchen and my dad and his wife or whatever was in the kitchen. And they was like, look at this watery tuna that Tyler made. Like, it was crazy. They used to say some real out of pocket, especially his wife. And my dad allowed it, especially with my mom. I lost my mom when I was 10 years old. My mom was a beautiful person in and out. I was blessed to have her for 10 years of my life. This woman that came in my life had no knowledge of my mom. The only thing she knows of my mom is what my dad told her. But as a grown-ass woman, you don't come into another woman's house. Yes, she came into my woman, my mother's house, sleeping on the same bed and same slide that she was sleeping on and want to talk all this stuff about my mother, saying her fashion, her this and that telling me and my sister if my mom was still alive they my mom and dad wouldn't be together first of all if my mom was alive you wouldn't even exist so don't try to play my mom because my mom was a loving caring person everybody loved her don't play don't try the abuse was crazy i was a runaway i used to run away like crazy there was a situation i was 16 years old i ran away and I was on MySpace at the time, and there was this, there was this guy that you know was messaging me. And at the time, you know, I always been attracted to older guys, but this guy was way older than me, and he took advantage of me being a runaway. And he basically took me to his house. We had sex. It wasn't rape. It was considered rape because he was way older than me, but I consented to it because. The stuff he was saying was stuff that I feel like, you know, 
I was trying to get from my father. That's the reason why now today I have a hard time picking the wrong guys because they said all the right things and I'm just all for it. But then at the same time, they end up treating me or talking to me the way my my dad did and his wife did. Like, it was a lot of judgmental stuff. Like... When I first had my son, oh my God, when I first got pregnant, I was called everything in the book. I was being accused of, you know, not knowing who my baby daddy was. It it was just so bad. They treated me like shit. I was pregnant. It was really bad, y'all. Like, I want to wish this type of pain on nothing. That's why I I choose the words wisely, wisely of what I say to my son because I don't want my son to ever feel like I'm ever down talking him. I always tell him he can be whatever he want to be because I didn't have that. I did not have that because when my dad married that devil, it was terrible. It was straight terrible. Y'all don't understand. I, it got to the point that I didn't know what love was. I was letting guys take advantage of me. I was letting them have sex with me, thinking they cared and loved for me. The whole time I was just easy access for sex. And I was stupid. I was blind because I didn't have that father love. All I got was so much disrespect. And that was my teenage years and then up to when I had my son it did not stop like one minute we'd be cool and then the next minute a situation happened I just I don't know I felt like I was the easy target like when something went wrong I was the easy target and I just kept trying and trying and trying like the stuff really didn't stop until 2018 to be honest with you my um it was so bad that um, they teamed up against me with my son's grandmom to say I was an unfit mother, using my, again, my social media against me. Um, to the point he reached out to my ex, somebody that I was dealing with at the time, went behind my back, found this person on Facebook to try to expose me over a situation that wasn't even serious and told this person that I'm mentally ill. Like, basically, I know what my mentally is, but for you to go and tell somebody that you have no business, like, now, now let me go. And now, if I was to say something about the family and I open my mouth, oh, it would be all chaotic. Oh, you open your mouth, you run your mouth, it was this, this, that, oh, I post this on social media. It would have been a whole different story, but it was okay for them to say stuff. It was okay for them. Like, this, this, they went out their way to find somebody that I was, that I loved, and I was trying so hard, and I cared for. That was embarrassing. They found this boy on Facebook, contacting him called this man basically airing me out saying that i'm mentally ill i'm not right that's embarrassing why would you do that to your own blood now if i went and started calling your people like him as a comedian if i started calling people oh 
Coleman Green is such and such, such and such this. I stopping his money. I would be wrong, right? I would be wrong. I want when he did that, I wanted blood. I wanted to tear him down, but I had to get on my knees and pray. Like I'm not gonna be a deceitful person like he is. That was I feel like was the most hurtful thing. Then also like I just for many years I felt like he was turning so many people against me. He till this day, if I speak on it, he got upset. There was some post I did years ago. He felt some type of way about it. <coughs> I'm sorry. And basically it hurt his feelings, but then it's like what about my feelings? What about the stuff you said to me or you done to me? You call you teamed up with my son's grandmother knowing I don't get along with her to make it seem like I don't take good care of my child. You called children's services on me, but that backlash because they came to my house and they said, we're not even going to open the case. We're going to put this as a spiteful call. One thing about me, you can never take me being a mother. I don't know why my why I and I still don't know why I got this type of the treatment i don't know why i don't know i know my dad loves me but i don't understand like the reasons of why he did so many things i do blame his wife a, a lot but he also is accountable he i just feel like he didn't protect me this is why I picked the wrong guys because I don't know what love is. I don't know what a real guy is. I don't know what protection. My father did never protected me, y'all. And and I just, you know, like I said, that was then. This is now. I don't talk to him now, not to be on some spiteful stuff. It's just where I'm at in life. I I can't I cannot no longer do the negativity the arguing or whatever. I'm gonna speak my truth regardless. I'm not trying to badmouth him, but this is real life. This is a person that's hurting. This is a person that's really going and fighting mental health because of something. I'm just not crazy out of nowhere. I've been through a lot. I've been hurt by my own father. I wasn't protected as a father. I was supposed to be protected and I was not protected. My mother did not leave this earth talking about my girls, my girls. That's what was her last words on her deathbed. She said, my girls. And when she, before she took her breath, last breath, she was assured that her girls was going to be protected. And we weren't. Well, I wasn't. I feel like my sister... Devin, you know, she had her stuff too, but I feel like out of it, she was more protected than I was. I, you know, but I'm not fighting for who I am as a person, as a mother. I had to fight. For a while, I had a low self-esteem of myself, y'all, because of the judgmental, the stuff. But now in 2020, I don't care because I have to realize I am 28 now. I came a long way from being homeless, pregnant, to living up in the suburbs in my beautiful town home. My son is in a nice school district. I'm I'm working. My bills are paid. I have a car. I am blessed. No, despite my mental health, I am blessed. And I have so many ideas and so many create creativity that I am 
blessed. So that's why I want to share my story. So my episode is the my this my first episode right here of judgmental is just giving you the reason why I started this podcast because I got so much to say. I got so much to share. Like, so why not? I'm not scared of who's going to be mad no more because at the end of the day, nobody's considering my feelings. Everybody's, I feel like people's out to get me and calling my phone and starting trouble, calling my grandmom's phone to start trouble. They're not considering my feelings. So why the fuck should I consider my feelings? This is my truth. This is my truth. And I'm going to stand for it. I'm sorry that some people don't want to take up accountability of what has happened and why is things are, are, but oh, well, I am. I take full accountability of where I'm at now. Why I I take things so personal. Why I'm so quick to snap. Why I am because of my past. I'm able, if I do something wrong, hey, I can be up like, you know what? My bad. You know what? Yeah, I, I am. I'm able to own up to my shit. But it's sad that I have family members that don't can't own up. Like my father's sister. She needs to shut the fuck up and never bring me or my son up. She just pulled a stunt on a stunt, throwing jabs, acting playing stupid. But I know she's part of it because and I got the tea on her, too. I heard some things about her, but I'm she's not even worth my time because this girl been living in Texas for a while. But for her to just dig up some information on me and throw it at me oh she got the right one but she don't want to deal with this one so that's why i had to take a break from my whole family i'm sure they're going to hear this podcast and i really don't care because the all the negativity that's brought to me is the reason why i'm going hard and sharing my experience and because i'm not the only one that's going through it if you're going to get mad because of my podcast it's because Obviously, you don't want to hear the truth. You don't want to own up that you're a part of it. But oh, well, I love y'all to death. Well, my aunt, she's irrelevant. I love my dad to death. I love my sisters to death. Um, but this is my truth. I have to fall back. Um, I am proud of my sister, who my little sister. I know me and her had a real, really tough back. It was a point I really wanted to be her ass for the things that she was saying, but I'm proud of her. I love her. I'm glad what she's doing what she's doing. Like I said, I told her before, if we all are living our separate lives in our own household, we just need to mind each other's business. She's in Hawaii living her life as a married woman and with a child, and I'm proud of her. My other sister, you know, she's living her life, but, you know, there was a situation where I can't trust her because... Something was said a few years back at my sister's gender reveal party. So it's like, but I tried to ignore it. But it's sad because when one situation happens, you have to cut everybody off because you just don't know who's the snitch. And I'm tired of trying to figure out who it is. I'm tired of deleting people off my page. It's tiring. So unless I don't know who it is and no one can own up and be like, yeah, I'm the one that's going to back to my mom and telling her this. I can't trust nobody. So everybody has to get it. 
at the end of the day. Everyone has to get blocked. Everybody has to get cussed out because I don't have time for it. No, Nobody's helping me. Nobody's doing nothing for me. I have to go through my struggles by myself. So at this point, the judgmental, it just, it needs to stop. Like, the world will be a better place. There's so much stuff that's going on in this world that we have to worry. We Why can't we love one another? Come as one as a family. Want, love one another and stop worrying about what's going on on other people's Instagram. I see my cousins doing things. Do I sit here and be caught, pick up the phone like, oh, guess what X, Y, and Z is doing? No, because we are all grown and we are all living our lives. As long as we're safe our kids are good as long as we're straight it shouldn't matter what we're doing we're all living in our our our, our own household living our lives and that's it why does it matter and that's the sad part with my family not all of my family because i recently connected with the other side of my family that is amazing they're non-drama, they're non-judgmental, and I had a beautiful time meeting all my cousins. That's the type of family I want to be around. Now, my immediate family, I don't got time for, like, the petty, dumb stuff. Like, it's just too much. I've been dealing with it since I was 13 years old. I've been dealing with it since 2010, 2011, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Oh no, we're not doing this in 2020. So I'm just going to do this. So like I said, I'm just going to do a podcast and I'm just going to talk. And I'm not going to be talking about basically about all about my or trying to degrade my family on all my podcasts no my first episode is basically sharing you guys of why and why I decided to start a podcast and what is motivating me because I go on Facebook live and I vent a lot so it's like you know let me start a podcast like I have a lot of so much things to talk about not just with family but with mental health you know relationship issues like different topics and I'm you know and I and I have a lot of people that's willing to join and we can discuss a lot of things because, you know, we can all relate to each other. So that's that's pretty much of what I want to talk about tonight. Thank you for this segment. Um, like I said, give me ideas. Check me out. Spotify ideas. Um, most likely probably Thursday night. I'll be back on air and I want to talk about all love and relationships. So like I told you guys, you know, from me not finding the, you know, me not finding the right love in the right places, you know, I want to talk about my next segment on love and relationships and my story about my love life and what, what us, what, I'm sorry, y'all. But as what as us as women, we can do to change ourselves to find the right person. Because to me, I feel like all the good ones are taken. But also, also letting you guys know and share with you the steps that I'm taking to find the right one. Because I am going to find my husband. I have faith and that's what we got to do. But there's all but like I said there's a story behind that too but I want to get that I want to do that on another segment and I feel that that should be on Thursday again at 7 p.m. 
you know, a segment on love and relationships and hurt. So thank you guys for tuning in on this first segment of Tea Talk of Judgmental. Please check me out. Please support me. And I will see you guys on Thursday. Tune in, y'all. Bye. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, T. Nicole. I know we are all going through it right now. We all basically are being quarantined because of this stupid-ass coronavirus. But, hey, I'm here. We got nothing better to do. So, why not check me out, Tea Talk? So, let's have some Tea Talk. Tonight, it's all about relationships and love. I'm dishing out some stuff. And just listen. Come on, we got nothing better to do. We all in this together. So come on, join the talk. Tea talk. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, T. Nicole. I know we are all going through it right now with this whole damn coronavirus. Basically being isolated. We are bored out of this world but we're all in this together y'all so with that being said check your girl out for some tea talk tomorrow around 7 p.m i'm gonna be talking to all love and relationships i've been brainstorming a lot of topics i got my equipment so i am hype so it's my second segment love and relationships so get your wine get your liquor sit back relax I'm dishing out all the dirt when it comes to that. Y'all want to join in? Just hit me up, all right? So, tomorrow, again, 7 p.m., Tea Talk, Love and Relationships.